You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is another Astros podcast. Marisnik at the plate, and he belts it to left field, and it's off the wall. McCann chugging into third base, and they're going to send him. He's hustling as much as he can. Simeon with the throw in. Save! Five to three. A double by Marisnik. We're joined now by player of the game, Jake Marisnik, in the Astros dugout. And uh, Jake, a, a big double for you to, to drive in a run in, in the seventh inning. And uh, the Astros, I mean, that seventh inning, you just you guys just kind of did what you had to do to, to get the lead and, and, and get get a, a bit of separation from Oakland. Uh, yeah, McCann with the big uh, big pinch hit right there, put it in the right spot, uh, had it fall in for him. Um, like you said, we grinded that out and found a way to win this ball game. That's what we're going to need to do here uh, next couple months. Jake, I am dying for you to go back into the clubhouse at some point and watch McCann uh, get you that RBI with just sheer athleticism <laughs> more than anything else. First to third scoring. Uh, you can't teach that. I know. I asked him. I'm like, what, what was your time on that? I've never seen you run like that. But, <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. And the team appreciate it. You need to do that more often. We've seen you come up with some big hits lately. Had had a home run the other day. How are you feeling at the plate right now? Uh, it's coming around. You know, it's uh, it's slow start. Might not be the right term for it. Pretty, <laughs> um, But just the last couple games starting to feel more comfortable and uh i think that go i mean it's a long season uh when it happens early when you struggle early you put so much pressure on yourself so just kind of taking a step back and taking a breath is, is a huge thing to do yeah you could take solace in that everybody's pulling for you and everybody has confidence that you're going to be a huge offensive contributor for this team already you're one of the best outfielders in the league i want to ask you about your your outfield coach gary pettis and what that meant to uh, you outfielders in particular when his son got drafted two nights ago uh yeah that was a that was an awesome feeling um i mean just his his emotions before the game and uh when he found out he got drafted and, and seeing him um i mean because uh, i mean their family to us and, right. and seeing that go on was was awesome it's a it's a life-changing experience and couldn't be happier for him well that's really neat hey jake marisnik congratulations on the good game today and thanks for joining us thank you appreciate it pitch on the way and that's hit sharply on one hop right at Correa. Up with it. Throws to first in time. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take the rubber game of their three-game series, defeating Oakland by a final of 8-4. to four. Well, before a four-game series with the New York Yankees, I'm just catching up with A.J. Hinch. And A.J. always catches your attention. Yankees come to town not just because they're a good team, uh, but it's the the presence that they bring to the major leagues. Sure, no, their 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 uniform means a lot to our league, and, and especially when they're good, they're good this year. And we've had some uh, big battles with them in playoff series, two out of the last three seasons. And you can see both teams mirroring one another with a really good young core, and then adding some veterans and uh, a few new names to the to the budding rivalry. But uh, we have our hands full with them. They have our, their hands full with us, so it should be a good series. Last year when you guys beat them, you pitched well. And you didn't pitch well. They, they scored, I think, average 12 runs when they did beat you. What's the key to keeping their offense down? Uh, you got to pitch ahead, and you've you got to be able to spin the ball. Uh, okay. If you just challenge them with fastballs, they're, they're, they're going to time it, and, and they're really good doing damage with fastballs. So it, it's a game of throwing your secondary pitches for strikes, pitching a little bit backwards. You can elevate against them when, when you get them to two strikes. But... Um, you know, like all pitching, you want to pitch ahead, but specifically a team like this, if you can pitch ahead 
with your softer pitches, then it gives you a lot of options late in the count. Did the Yankees try to do that to you guys too in the playoffs? Did you feel that was the case? Yeah, they do. I mean, most teams do. They, you know, when we're in chase mode, they 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 nibble around the strike zone. When we draw our walks, then we set ourselves up for some really big hits. So, um, you know, we are also an aggressive team where you you would pitch us backwards a little bit, and um, and when teams do that and execute, it's tough on us. When they don't, then we we usually put up big numbers. Two guys who aren't in the lineup today is Derek Fisher and Jake Marisnik. Uh, but them contributing, uh, having a nice home stand right now, has to make you feel good about putting them in there when you need them. It does, and you know, g- given that we carry 13 pitchers and only 12 position players, we really need our 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 backup position players to do something positive when they get in the lineup. They don't play a ton, uh, but when they do, they they need to contribute because it get, it does give George an off day or Reddick an off day, or when Marwin's in the infield and I'm giving an infielder off. That, that player you put in, you need him to provide energy. You want him to, to do something positive every day. You want to bring it on defense and on the bases. Um, and so this week has been, a, has been a nice week for that group. Only one bad start so far for Charlie Morton, who's pitching for you today. And that was the last one. It wasn't horrible, but five walks was a little different for him. When you're catching and you have a pitcher struggling with their control like that, what, what are some of the things going through your Rolodex to try to help them? Well, I think in some ways you have to find what we call a correction pitch um, in, in whatever pitch that is that links up the delivery and the timing and the, and the mechanics of a pitcher. Um, you know, for Charlie, oftentimes that's his curveball. If, he can, if he's timed up and throwing his curveball for a strike, then usually everything else is synced up as well. So um, that's, one, that's one thing. And the other part with Charlie is you have to make sure you give him enough plate. You know, his stuff is really – uh, electrifying, it can move a little bit. It's got some late movement to it. You want to give him enough room for error on on the plate where, you know, some of his mistakes or some of his misfires or still have a chance to be strikes or be on the corner. So if you ask him to pinpoint too much when he's not doing well, uh, that can lead to bigger problems. So if I was to guess, maybe Lance McCullers and Charlie Morton get more of the plate and let the other guys be more precise to the corners. Yeah, I think it just depends on the day. I mean, there are days where you can you can you can set up on the corners for anybody, any guy. And there are days where Verlander and Keuchel and and Cole, you need to set up right down the middle because they're they're misfiring. So it's you do have to read with your eyes a little bit on how the pitcher's delivery is is um, you know synced up in order for him to throw the ball where he wants to. When he's throwing the ball where he wants to, then you can nudge yourself to the corners. Sonny Gray pitching for the Yankees today. You guys have faced him a ton. What's the key to success? Stay on the plate. You know, he's, he's a guy who has, has really struggled with walks this season. He's pitching backwards, throwing a tremendous amount of secondary pitches. So um, it's, it's almost as if he's a little bit shy of the strike zone. And, and if he's going to take that tentative approach, you have to wait him out, and, and you will drive his pitch count up. You will uh, take some borderline pitches if they go your way, and, and, and you get some balls, you're in some hitters' counts, and, and he can give up some damage. If not, then... Uh, and you're chasing a little bit, you're either going to do soft contact or you're going to get yourself in two-strike counts, and he's got you where, you where he wants you. All right, four-game series, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. Good luck. You got it. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network back. Robert Ford joined by Astros reliever Will Harris. Got the win yesterday uh, in the Astros victory over the Oakland A's. And it's been uh, an interesting year so far, Will, uh, defending champs. And you look at the way this rotation is pitched, averaging more than six innings per start. Has that kind of changed things for, for you and the guys down in the bullpen because the starters have been going so deep? 
Um, you know, I guess the only thing that's changed maybe is just the workload. Um, you know, AJ's been able to spread it out pretty evenly over everybody and uh, keeping guys fresh, keeping guys feeling good. You know, and it was nice, you know, Peacock going multiple innings the other day and then giving him, a, you know, a few days rest after that is uh, always a luxury that um, – your starting pitching can give you if they're pitching as well as they are right now. So, uh, you know, every day it's just kind of this uh, this boulder coming down the hill, man. It's just, it's just, just every you know every revolution is another guy that's going to come out there and uh, and do their job. So it's it's been fun to watch. Obviously, watching Garrett do his thing uh, the month of April has been uh, been great, and then being matched by uh, by Justin and and by the way Lance has pitched his last few starts and obviously Dallas doing his thing all the time and then Charlie Morton so it's been it's been great you know, AJ's kind of mixed and match out of the bullpen as you mentioned a lot of good arms in, in the bullpen in addition to the rotation uh, have you still been able to kind of Get into a routine and kind of figure out when you when you might come into games, or is it a little different than in years past? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's everybody can see it's it's a little different than in mm-hmm. years past. Um, so uh, so yeah, this 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 year, uh, but my my role has kind of been the same of kind of an any any and all time uh, a role. So I know I'm prepared to come in. Uh, you know, fifth sixth inning. I know some days uh, it may not be to the eighth or uh, or ninth inning. So um, for me, it's it's kind of been the same uh, role that. I've kind of been in you just see now more guys in the pen kind of doing that uh, you know that that fluid role of uh, kind of anytime uh, any place kind of thing taking on the Yankees uh, first of a four-game series of course a team you beat to get to the World Series thrilling seven-game ALCS what what are some of your I mean, other than obviously winning it, what are some of your fondest memories of, of that that series? I mean, it's pretty epic. Yeah, you know, just coming coming back home for Game Six and Game Seven after losing those three in uh, in New York, uh, the way the you know the fans really showed up. Obviously, the way Justin pitched in Game Six, uh, and then followed up by the way Charlie and Lance threw in Game Seven was just something that uh, yeah that I'll remember. You know, the way that those guys uh, you know brought their A game for those two days and and shut uh shut down a, obviously a very talented lineup uh you know you see they've added some pieces this year and uh they're still uh, as talented as they've ever been so it's a it's a you know tall task ahead of us the next four games i think to to try and limit them to scoring but uh that's what our pitching staff has done so far this year and we uh, aim to continue that how long did it take for it to sink in that you were world series champion was it immediate or did it was there a certain moment what how long when did it really sink in for you you know i, I think it's one of those gradual things just as time goes by uh, i think as you get further away from it you appreciate it more like like most things in life so uh you know uh it was uh the off season was obviously very busy with guys uh you know getting getting pulled in a lot of different directions and uh you know obviously the congratulatory handshakes everywhere you go um help it kind of settle in a little bit just how much it meant to everybody here and uh you know in the city as a whole so uh i think uh you know maybe when i'm done playing uh it'll maybe fully sink in when i look back and uh you know share the memories what's the coolest thing you got to do as a result of winning the world series uh you know i would say that right after that that parade was a pretty pretty neat experience wasn't something that i was necessarily you know looking forward to in a way just because I did, I'd never done it. So, you know, you don't, you don't really know what that experience is like until you do it. And to see the amount of people and the amount of emotions that were coming out of, you know, the million or so people that showed up that day was something that was really, really, really special. Well, Harris, thanks so much for joining us and continued success. Thanks. Appreciate it. This is the Houston Astros. 
Radio Network.